Welcome to the Wolf Whistle, the podcast that interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Welcome to the Wolf Whistle. Welcome to the 80th edition of the Wolf Whistle podcast, the podcast which interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club. And it's not just players, it's managers, and it's not just the men's team, it's the women's team. Now, obviously, previously, we've had uh, Anna Price on telling us her story, and we're very lucky to be joined today by the Wolves women's first team manager for the last three years, Daniel McNamara. Daniel, how are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm uh, really looking forward to having you on because I know recently um, there's been some good news, but you've been the, the Wolves manager for the past, uh, Wolves women's manager, I should say, for the past three years, Daniel. But the last two years have ended quite disappointingly, haven't they? Yes, mate, yeah, yeah. I've been in post uh, for three year, three and a half years now and, um, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not gone how I would have envisaged it at the start but uh, we seem to be getting there now mate and um, yeah I've, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed my time although we've not had a, the outcomes we would have, would have liked Well the last two years I believe um, you, you've been so close but obviously because of the pandemic it's scuppered all the plans hasn't it? Yeah, exactly that, mate. Yeah, we, you know, we've we probably find ourselves twelve months behind where we, we probably want to be now. But yeah, um, yeah as you said, it, the COVID sort of had a real impact on us as, as a group. You know, we we, we were all we, we were we were so close. I think the first time round, I think we needed one more win, and we we the, the league title was ours. But uh, you know, for for it to happen again was a, a real killer blow for the girls. But you know, I've got to got to hand it to them and I've got full admiration with the way the girls and the players and all the staff have dealt with with what's gone on for us to to carry on and and, and to eventually come through it all is is huge huge credit to, to everyone involved so was it you know was that how close it was so you obviously played a full season you're literally one win away from promotion uh, to the top flight and because of the pandemic all that you know all that just changes yeah, so uh, we're not quite top flight yet. You know, we're, right. we're, we're, we're hanging around the, the National League kind of level. Yes. Um, so we were trying to get into Tier 3 so we could really, you know, take the club on the next journey, which, you know, would have brought its own, uh, its own, you know, f- financial rewards, etc. So, yes. we, you know, we, was, we, was, uh, we played Doncaster Bells away on the Sunday. Yeah. And on the Thursday evening we were due to play a local derby on Molyneux and had we have won that game it would have uh, confirmed us as as National League winners. Um and on the Monday or the Tuesday I think it was it was curtailed and um COVID put a stop to it. So you can imagine how how that was uh, impacted the girls and, and, and the staff. And that is so frustrating after I mean you've played so many games throughout the season. You've obviously proved yourself uh, of being a team, you know, good enough for, for that standard and, and to get promoted and, and for it to end like that, it, you know, it must be a real kick in the teeth. Yeah, it was. I can, I can, I can remember, um, you know, looking back now at finding out, you know, I was, I was in, I live in, in Albright and I'm in the Air Force. So I live around Cosford kind of way. And, yes. and I was, I was in tears. I was, you know, it sat in my car and it's, it was a couple of hours of just sat there. Oh. Didn't really know what to do with myself. And I know it affected a lot of the girls in, in that kind of way. You know, it was to be so close to something and to put so much effort into something, it was hard to take. Um, 
and then as I said for it to happen second time round it, it really was a, a, a killer and I, I, I doubted whether myself and the girls could come back and do it again to be honest I mean listen they say cream rises to the top Daniel but you went again you know you didn't let this disappointment keep you down um, and you worked once again hard all season and finally you have got your, your just rewards haven't you yeah, so obviously we, we, the, the season again was curtailed this year. Um, thankfully, it was, um, you know, this application for upward movement, that they're calling it, I'm calling it promotion because it's absolutely deserved by the girls. Yes. Um, the application was, was based 75% on on uh, on-field performances over the last two years, you know, which is, I think we've lost one league game in 22, which is credit oh. to the girls and everything they've done. So Amazing. I, I'm just delighted that it's come down to the on-field stuff. It's not just because it's Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yes. I mean, it, it's, you know, the girls have deserved it. And, and on Friday, we got that opportunity to really celebrate that moment together when we played Lincoln City on Molyneux, um, which was just a fantastic occasion for everyone involved. And as I said, I've said it many times over the last few few years, is football's about moments. It's about memories that bring people together in years to come. And, and on Friday night, we finally got that opportunity to, to do that as a group. And, and it was very well deserved and, and very well enjoyed by all. So I, I did see that, Daniel, obviously playing at Molyneux. That, I mean, that's huge. Your, where's your home pitch now? Because I believe you've had a couple in the past, haven't you? Where, where, where's your home pitch? Is it? Um... Yeah, so our home pitch is AFC Wilfronians, yes. Castlecroft. Yeah, yeah. I think you know a lot of Wolves fans will know that. I think the first team used to train down yes, there many years right, ago. Yes, that's right. In the eighties. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, so uh, you know it's a great facility for us. AFC have been fantastic with us over the years. So um, no, we we really enjoy being there. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, after after what's gone on over the last few months with with all the media coverage, we can we can welcome uh, more fans down there when we when we finally open up. Hundred percent. I know, obviously, the pitch down there and the facilities are amazing. But what was it like to play at Molyneux the other night? Because the you know it looked a fantastic occasion. Yeah, no, it, it was amazing. You know, for for even for, for myself, you know, we we to stand where you know many uh, fantastic coaches have stood previous, yes. and uh, it was you know the, I've got to admit the first ten minutes I thought we were awful. Uh, I think um, you know that even the girls admitted the, the occasion probably got the better of them. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, if you, if you talk, you, you spoke before about Anna Price and. And, and how you've had her on the show before yeah. you know 20, 26 years she's given to the football club and never even been on the pitch oh. so you can imagine how that feeling was for her it was just absolutely amazing um, so you know it, it was just brilliant to, to finally get it done and you know it was it was a fantastic occasion and you know I know obviously Wolves, Wolves women now um, have gone from, from strength to strength and obviously that's you know, through your stewardship and leadership, Daniel. But what's the support like from the club? Because I know, obviously, you work very closely with them. Um, so, what's the support like that that you get given from from Wolves? Well, uh, it's it's been again three and a half years ago. Where 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 we've come on this journey has just been nothing short of amazing. You know, when I first picked it up, we were training out at Bilston College, and the girls had to pay three hundred pound a month to to play for the club. Uh-huh. You know, now under under Foson and what Jeff, she, and all the directors have done is is absolutely amazing. You know, the girls are now not not paying anything. That's been totally taken away. We now train at Compton in a first class facility. Yeah. Um, you know, the we've really moved under that Wolves banner, and you know, everyone associated with the women is just so so. Thankful thankful that you know you see around the women's game at the minute and it, it doesn't happen you know it doesn't happen as it should do probably across the country so we're just really really lucky and really grateful for for everything that everyone's done with the club because we 
you know, it's, it's allowed us to go on this great journey and, and probably have the success that we have had over the over the years. And you alluded to it earlier, Daniel. Um, you, you, you've obviously got a job away from Wolves. What what is it you What is it you do? I'm currently I'm in the Air Force. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm based out of Cosford. I'm a, a weapons technician in the in the Royal Air Force. So something I'm really you know proud of. And yes, of course. Yeah. It's, that brings its own challenges for me um, but uh, no it's it's fantastic and it, you know it's actually it's quite it's, all, all the skills that I've learned from the military has probably helped us through the last two years if I'm being honest yes. um, you know my, me and my staff are quite military heavy you know my goalkeeper coach Nick Hitchman he's a, a, a physical trainer with the RAF and and my other goalkeeper coach, who's doing opposition analysis for us, uh, Hugh McCluskey, he's also an officer in the in the RAF. So, yeah, we're we're quite proud military personnel. And from your point of view, obviously the backroom team is so so important, Hugh, isn't it, Daniel? Because yes, you know, it, obviously you've got a great team in front of you with the players, and, and they've proved that over three seasons. But the backroom team, once again, is very important, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. As I said, it, for me, the backroom team is is about people you trust yes. it's about surrounding yourself with good people who and I mean that trust is is also being honest you know there's times where you know I've had to be reined in um, yeah. it, 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 you know it, and it's about having people that are, are willing to do that willing to challenge you you know I've got a fantastic group of eight or nine staff you know Jenna Burke Martin's arguably the best signing they ever made is my assistant manager um, she's she's been a revelation for the football club over the last few years uh, this season we freshened it up with Marcus Weber first team coach uh, you know he's brought whole host of new ideas to the club and, and really freshened it up and, and the girls have really bought into to Marcus um, you know Roy Williams who's been there as a fitness coach for years uh, you know Nathan Maxfield the strength and conditioning coach uh, absolutely amazing what, what he brings to the party and I think all of the coaches they they give the girls everything you know they're like me we're passionate about it and, yes. and we really do want to give the girls the best so you know they, they're all got the same mentality of me as me which which is really important and and you've been at the like I said at the helm now for three years um, was you in football coaching before have you worked in women's football before how, how did it work and how did you get approached by Wolves well it's, it's, it's quite a good story to be fair I'm, I'm, as I said I'm in the military and I was based over in Lincolnshire um, and my first sort of soiree into female football was with Lincoln uh, um, you know I, the, the manager that I faced on, on Friday night Lee Mitchell from Lincoln City he, he was a big big um, mentor for me in my early coaching days so you know it was fantastic to share that occasion with him on Friday but you know I got posted over to Wolverhampton um, into the Cosford into the into yeah, the training school know it well. uh, and I actually I was working out of Shrewsbury Town I'd just come back from the Falkland Islands on a tour and I was working at Shrewsbury Town and and a job came up for the Wolves under 16 role, uh, the, the ladies under 16s in the RTC. And I stuck my CV into Steve Cullis. Uh, Steve Cullis is a, another person who, who, who massively deserves a mention for, for the journey we've been on, even though he stepped away from football. But I, I put my CV into Steve and I got a phone call saying that they wanted to interview me for the for the women's role because they just sacked the manager. <laughs> um, right. So, you know, it was a bit of a shock to me. You know, I'd never really worked in that senior environment in the women's game. So, you know, I questioned whether I was up to it. I questioned whether it was the right time for me. You know, I didn't know players, etc. But I look back now, and it's it's uh, you know one of the best decisions I've ever made. It was it's just been amazing the, the whole three years, and, and I'm hoping you know I'm really excited at what's what's still to come. I mean, from your point of view, Dan, you know, you talked about 
the sort of stats in, in, in the win rate, etc. I mean, could you have envisaged it to go as successful as it has done? No, I, I think, if I'm honest with you, it's when we talk about success, I think in football, success is based around trophies and silverware. And, yeah. You know, it, although it's not my fault, I still probably look back on my three years and think, you know, I'm a little bit disappointed with, with the fact that we haven't got any yet. Now, that's not for any fault of mine or any of the staff or the players. It really yeah. has been a... You know, a, a ridiculous circumstance where the country has had to deal with something that we're never probably going to hopefully see again. Um, but when I, when I take a step back and I look at where we've taken the club in three and a half years from, as I said before, that college at Bilston, you know, where where the girls probably weren't connected to the football club to to where we are now, it's an absolute whirlwind apart. And you know, that's the success that 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 whole you know, sustainability of where we've got to and, and how the football club's just progressed over those three and a half years. That's really what I am quite proud of. And, you know, hopefully, as I said, the, the trophies and, and the league titles will start to come over the next few years. But, you know, sometimes you have to look past the the, 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 the success of, 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 of silverware and, and, and really see what we've done with the club, to be honest. I mean, I think that's the thing. You know, it's one thing... Getting it right on the pitch, um, and you know that's down to obviously several people and, and the players, but also it's it's you know walls off the pitch, um, providing the, the facilities at Compton etc. I suppose have really really helped, haven't they? And even the financial burden taking that away just opens the, the doors and a lot more avenues, doesn't it? hundred percent. Yeah, you know I think when you talk about facilities in female football, facilities are everything. You know the, the Compton. You know, we're hoping to to tie up some loose ends on some new players over this summer, and and we're pulling players in from the championship because they want to be yeah. part of the journey. But they look at the facilities, and it's it's better than what they're getting offered in that tier two championship environment. So, yes. yeah, it's it's that you know, as I said before, we're just really grateful for the club and everything they've done, and, and we're just hoping long may it continue because you know we're on a, a fantastic ride at the minute, and we we none of us want it to stop. You know, we don't want the we don't want the breaks to to come on at the minute because we've really got a lot of momentum and we're hoping to take that into tier three next year and you know what i'm sure they won't daniel because you know every time i see anything on the walls women it's always positive um you know the social media is very good and you know i think more than ever now the women's game globally is just on such a huge scale in terms of there's the women's world cup and you know i think it really get. i mean from your point of view um you know can you just see the, the women's game as a professional sport, just getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, I think you know it's it's definitely on a, a great trajectory. The women's game has been for the last sort of ten years, and you know let's hope it can continue. As you said, the Euros next year will will be a big um, a big one for the women's game. But you know it's it's. it's, it's it, We've just got to keep keep riding the wave. I think, and that's not just Wolves. I think that's as a whole. You know culture of women's football you know as you said it's it's, it's going in a great direction and I, I do believe you know that it's starting to get more and more interest I think if you look at Wolves as an example RFA Cup run you know it was absolutely amazing and I think they had 55,000 hits on the on the um, on the live feeds which is you know it's an incredible amount of people that are tuning into to those FA Cup games and you know again I talk about Wolves because it's the city that I'm in 
I'm from Liverpool originally, and I'm a Liverpool fan, but I've never seen a city that unites in football like it. Yeah, and and that's not just that's not just a men's game now; it's starting to stretch to the females as well. You know, it's yeah. it's a fantastic city that that really is invested in its football club. So we're just hoping that we can, you know, start to put ourselves on the map. We have done that with the with the FA Cup run. You know, people enjoyed it, people enjoyed watching it. We've seen the quality of the girls, and it's only going to get better. So, you know, we just, as I said, once we're we can invite fans back in. We're hoping some of those uh, people that did watch us will make their way down to AFC and start getting behind the girls. Well, that's what I was going to say, Daniel. If they do want to come and, and watch the Wolves women, um, obviously the fixtures aren't out yet, but I believe you play your games on a Sunday. Is that right? Yeah, so all, all our games are Sunday's 2 o'clock kickoffs. We normally have a couple of midweek games, uh, as you said, when the fixtures come out. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, Pending this government guidance that'll get released later this month, we can yeah. we can start inviting fans back. You know, we've got an exciting pre-season schedule lined up with some teams out of the championship, which we're really really excited about. So, as I said, you know, the girls have missed it. It was it, it was fantastic to to open the doors to 400 people on Friday night. Um, that that was mostly made up of, of family and friends, etc. But yeah, there's there's nothing like playing in front of a, a group of you know passionate people. So hopefully, you know, next season we, we really can push on and, and, and get people down and, and into AFC. Brilliant. Well, Daniel, thank you for, for obviously playing your part in the, the success of the Wolves women's team. You know, once again, it's now something I'm beginning to look out for the results. And I'm sure, you know, I speak on behalf of many Wolves fans who are doing exactly the same. You know, yes, they're supporting the Wolves first team, but I think the women's team now is such an important uh, an important part of the club. So thank you for playing your role there. Thank you for coming on the Wolf Whistle. And Daniel, you are welcome back anytime. Thanks a lot, buddy. And uh, as I said, right back at you. Appreciate all, all the, the coverage and, and you know the interviews that you're doing with various players, including Perks and myself. You know, it's as I said, it, nothing unites this city like football. So um, you know, long may it continue. And really appreciate. It. Brilliant. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, mate.